Hey, what's going on, everybody? Once again, it is the Angry Challenger, and I am sitting here with uh, the dreaded Challenger. Dreaded, how about you introduce? Uh, we got a guest today. Today, I am so excited, angry. We have our first guest for our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I give you someone we love to call the Easy Challenger. Hey, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody going out there in uh, fantasy land so far? All right, man. Easy, uh, we are so glad that you could be with us, and we're going to be talking about a, a multitude of different things. But, Angry, why don't you introduce us to, to, to Easy and, and uh, get us started? Okay, yeah, you know, I'm doing my whole thing out here in Kandahar, keeping it real in the USO. And I met this guy right here, the Easy Challenger. He's a veteran, military, National Guard, you know, keeping it really real on the streets. And he was a Tekken guy who desired to play more fighting games. Because the thing I like about Easy here is he keeps an open mind about everything he does. And he's this dude can pick up games. He can learn the fundamentals. And, you know, Easy, man, just, just tell us a little about yourself right now. Don't let me just run off at the mouth of you, bro. Definitely, definitely. Um, like you said, I am a combat veteran of Afghanistan. I'm in the Maryland National Guard. Uh, in school right now for uh, Homeland Security and some other things like that. A little bit about my background in the fighting game series. Back in 97, 98, I started playing Tekken 3, actually. That's that was the big my, one. Yeah, that was, that was the first Tekken game I got involved with. And uh, I went backwards. I did two and then I did one. And to see the growth of Tekken from then till now is... Uh, has really opened my eyes to like fighting game styles and the way 3D games are played. Um, it definitely helps me with my uh, with my Dead or Alive games, things like that, because that's another really good 3D game I like to play from time to time. Going from Tekken, the next game I played was Mortal Kombat. Um, I wasn't a big Mortal Kombat fan starting out, but I played it because everybody else was playing it. And when I I played Street Fighter, but I wasn't into street fighter you know i like the, like the, the manga series and things like that but uh, when i got to afghanistan and i seen an angry challenger playing it i was like what is he doing you know what, what is he doing he's just sitting there you know against his character on the wall and i didn't get it and i started you know learning from him about how to how to start doing things on 2d games and it opened up my mind to you know a good aspect of, of gameplay and how this is actually a lot more difficult than than what most people kind of uh make it appear so that's that's a little bit about my background a little bit how i uh i started getting into fighting games so yeah that's about it let's uh let's keep this thing moving cool man yeah i, I know uh tekken 3 was a big one because it was back on the playstation when playstation like the original playstation was getting huge yeah like the sales of tekken 3 were ridiculous uh yeah. it, and a million oh yeah it was one of it's one of those landmark titles like Street Fighter Two, Tekken Three was like the landmark. Really got everything going, and it was it was a huge success at the time. It got a lot of people. I mean, I remember playing it on like my college roommate's PlayStation, and everybody was in it, even if they were just mashing kicks with Gord, Eddie Gordo back in uh, back in two thousand, like I was doing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It is a mul- it's a multi million sale game. Uh, mash your buttons is cool. Uh, <laughs> But uh, when you when you really break down the physics of, of Tekken, you know, with the whole moving forward, like uh, your dash forwards and things like that, while sidestepping, oh my gosh, you know, you'll you'll play footsies all day with somebody that really knows how to how to play Tekken. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, there was there was a contractor that you know 
I learned from. I was a I was a, I'm a big uh, Brian and Horong fan, and when he taught me how to play uh, Tekken Tag Two, he taught me a lot of good combos with them. So big shout outs to Jay, definitely, definitely. Heck yeah. Uh, what else you guys got? Yo, man. Um, well, awesome. You know, I noticed a lot of things between 2D and 3D fighters. Of course, you all know I'm not the best at Tekken. I, I can see how awesome it is, and I can see all that great tech, but and I can understand some of it, but I just can't do it, man. It's not, I don't have that skill that you all got. But I will say that there seems to be a lot of misconceptions between whether or not 2D is or 3D is harder. And, you know, just some things I've noticed. So, you know, Dreaded you went from playing Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat 9 and stuff to playing Tekken, Tag, and... Tekken 6, so tell us about that. Like, what did you notice that people thought about 2D fighters, and what did you think when you were transitioning over? Uh, that is an excellent question, and I'm going to back it up just a little bit. Here's the reason why. I grew up playing Street Fighter 2, so Street Fighter 2 was my first. Uh, I did have a little bit of, like I said, a little bit of time with Tekken 3, and I also love Soul Calibur, but that's a little different than an animal. So I was big into Street Fighter 2, but the scene... It's because it's so much of what you know and what you play depends on the scene you got. And at the time, when I was out there with you guys in Afghanistan, there was a huge high-level collection of really good Tekken players, and I didn't want to be the one on the outside end. So, so that's when I started learning. I actually started – like Easy was learning from that one gentleman. I was learning from uh, a gentleman that I'll shout out later uh, along with a, a bunch of different guys about how to actually play Tekken. And the big thing for me – wasn't the offense or the attacking or what buttons to press per se, although that's very important. It was the movement, like Easy was saying. So I, I transitioned from the 2D where movement is actually pretty easy. You, you forward dash, you back dash, and you jump, you know, and you walk. And it's all very simple. And couple that with the fact that I was used to pressing back to block. So couple the movement with the different kind of defense in Tekken, and I was having a hard time. So let me give you some background. I, I'm When I play Street Fighter, I mostly play charge characters, so I'm used to hitting that down back at all times. And in Tekken, if you're pressing down back all the time, you're going to get destroyed. So when I started getting bodied, or when I got in tense situations, I started reverting back to my Street Fighter skill, and my Street Fighter uh, instinct, if you will. I started hitting down back. And then as soon as they smell blood in the water where I was just like walking backwards instead of back dashing or ducking when I shouldn't be ducking, I would get launched. I would get comboed and I would, I would get bodied really easily when I revert to those Street Fighter instincts. So what I had to do was break the Street Fighter instincts and learn how to play Tekken where you, know, you have to do back dash cancels to open up the distance safely. Or when you're getting in using the run and the dash, it's a different thing and there's no jumping. So you can't just straight jump out of the corner or something like that. You you really have to, you know, use your tech rolls, use your dash cancels, your all your three D your sidestep options, and it you have to rewire your brain when you're fighting those games. You can't just be hitting down back and expect to be safe. It's just it's not safe, and that was the big that was the the hardest thing for me transitioning. The caveat on what you on what you said, um, the juggling factor between a two D and a three D game will blow your mind. Yeah, that's true. So I know when you use, like, like my favorite move is Hyrong's uh, Skyrocket Kick. Oh, you just Skyrocket. Yeah. You just launch him up in the air, 
and you can land amazing combos before they before your opponent can even like get out of that. But in like a two D fighting game, you don't have that much time to to launch somebody and like figure out what you're gonna do. It kind it's it's almost like muscle memory. You know what I mean? Because in Tekken, you know you can you can get a juggle off. Guy will be in the air for about two seconds, and saying like Street Fighter when you get like a juggle like when they're in the corner or they like try to back out. It's it's a it's a lot more it's it's a faster pace. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and one one major thing about movement in Tekken, you can focus on back dash and sidestep and things like that to like get out of like a a bad situation. When you play something like Street Fighter, your movement is forward and back, and it's really really complicated to to, to stay out of somebody's range. You know what I mean? You would think it would be easier because it's a 2D game and just going forward and back. But when someone like angry knows how to how knows how to poke real well, knows his range with certain characters, and you think you're safe, but then you're not safe. You know things like that. You you have to caveat whether the, whether the jump block and uh, try not to press a, a whole lot of buttons to like <laughs> to, to counteract that. So uh, that that's that's just something I've seen a a major difference in. Yeah, that's a really good point. I don't know if I would say that either one of them is harder than the other, but transitioning is definitely like you have to re- rewire a lot of what's in your brain because combos are built just so different in each game, and yeah. offense and defense is just handled differently. What What are some tips for like rewiring your thinking from going from going from game to game? Like, what are the, some of the, the ways that you practice breaking some of those habits and transitioning over? First things first, I tell myself that every fighting game's mechanics, the basic fundamentals, are the same. You're going to be moving. You're going to be blocking. You're going to be attacking. Those are the three things that you know you're going to be doing in a fighting game. How you do them, though, and what I do is I will go to, like, practice mode, and I will literally do the same things I try to do in the in a previous game in the new game. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Um, I also go through the tutorials uh, nice. for, like, 2D games. I will I will play a tutorial about five to ten times. How to do a basic light attack. How to do, uh, how to move forward. How to move back. Just so I know that when I'm playing this game, I know it's not, you know, quarter circle back to, you know, sidestep back or quarter circle forward to sidestep forward or do, like, a dash cancel uh, sidestep a single sidestep, things like that. I also want to gauge my my attacks. So, like, combos. In a Tekken game, you can press square three times as fast as possible, and all three punches will land against somebody that has no skill. If you try to do the same thing, and you try to do, like, a, a, a light punch or, or, or a medium punch in Street Fighter, it doesn't, it doesn't work the same, you know? Some characters, it does work the same, um, some characters it doesn't, because uh, you'll be able to the your opponent will be able to block. So if you did like three light punches, one will hit, but the other two won't hit. So you you want to practice on not just focusing on the same button patterns that you would use in a previous game in a newer game. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I mean for me, one of the huge difficulties I had is going from Street Fighter, KOF, 2D games to Tekken was that. It was very hard for me to defend, to defend, and like like you know, Dreaded was saying, I was just holding down back, 
block. And I'm like, why am I flying in the air? What's going on? And then when I try to get away, I'd be thinking to myself, and I'm playing a really good person, like the styling challenger. He's just laying on the heat. And I'm thinking to myself, when do I attack? When do I get in there? And then I watch these guys, like the styling challenger or the devilish challenger, play. And they're just practicing strings and they're memorizing all the strings so they know exactly where to attack. Because for me, playing a 2D fighting game, knowing what's safe and unsafe is kind of intuitive. Uh, you know, when Dreaded and I were at Ushikon playing Fighting Climax, we very quickly learned which of our moves were safe. And we, we started playing, you know, basic footsies, trying to confirm the combos. That's really hard in a 3D game because most of your moves are unsafe. There's very few actually safe attacks. There's a lot of theoretically safe attacks, and there's a lot of moves where if you're at a certain range they're safe that they wouldn't be safe. And that's also true in 2D games, but there's so much more going on. And I'm not gonna say it's more or less difficult because they're two separate types of games, but I will say that for me, that was a big thing that kept me from really just getting in there because I couldn't, I like practice these combos and practice these pokes, but once the pressure was on, I just couldn't attack. So that was killer for me. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, one of the exhilarating things that I got from, you know, when I was used to Street Fighter and a bread and, a bread and butter combo might be, you know, jumping heavy punch, crouching light punch, link to medium punch to, you know, to fireball or sure you can or whatever. When I got my hands on Tekken and I learned how to build combos, that was pretty exhilarating because I went from jumping, cancel normal, cancel special, you know, and then trying to figure out how to combo into ultra. With with uh, with Tekken, it was like once I learned the formula for building a juggle, oh, man, I was like, oh, look at all the possibilities. And it was like choosing from all these different moves, what juggles, what doesn't. And then at the end of the day, you're looking at these uh, – these ten, like these, uh, the built-in combo suggestions that they have, like built in the game. You're know, like, this is amazing. I just did like a 19-hit combo from yeah. from a hop kick. This is amazing. <laughs> of course, a high-level play, you really see it because people aren't going to just leave themselves that open. But training yeah. mode could be a lot of fun with Tekken because you start to build all these huge combos, which is just one of the more exhilarating things about learning Tekken. Uh, of course, it doesn't necessarily help you win. It doesn't help you if you know the 19 combo if you're just getting bodied. <laughs> if you don't yeah. know how to defend or move. If you, if you don't know how to get in there and, and start, and, that, and that, that, that's, that's a key thing right there. If yeah. you don't know how to start a combo, you'll never win. Yeah, and you can't just keep on throwing a hop kick and hoping that it hits. No. Uh, for scrubs, so, that is a viable option. That will get you so beat. Just like throwing out short yukins. Oh, it's kind of like that. I can see that. Yeah. The hop kick in Tekken is almost like a short yukin. Almost. Let's just say in Street Fighter Four, and you hit like a sure you can, you can FADC it. That's you know you start a combo that way, and it's invincible, so it'll crush things. So if you know the other players just pushing lots of buttons, you can just throw one out, and usually it'll beat something, and it'll just change momentum of a match to some damage. On Tekken, the hop kick jumps over lows, so if you sniff, if you think you're sniffing out a low, and you just hop kick, you juggle for like amazing damage. The problem is both of them are extremely unsafe. And if you just start throwing that junk out there and the other guy's like, oh, check this out, I'm going to block that, you are going to eat so much damage. So, you know, there's, there's some crossover in the, in the two games. 
just a key note. Yeah. Only person that doesn't really have kicks in the game is my is a good man named Steve Fox. Steve Fox, Steve Fox. <laughs> yeah, he ain't gonna be known to know kicks. I just I just want to throw that out there. That's uh, true. Because Steve, Steve I, I, will, I will, I will use Steve against uh, new people who play Tekken. Like, oh, I can beat you with, you know, with Eddie, and I'll prairie something and, and hit him with, you know, a mean five piece punch combo. And they're like, you didn't even throw a kick. I know, I know. Throw <laughs> 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 oh man, I got, I got to tell you something very similar between the two games. Is that? It is equally enjoyable to just body scrubs in both games. <laughs> so much fun. And I feel good because in Tekken, I was a scrub. Actually, let's just be real. Between the three of us, I was a scrub in all games uh, until I really got serious about it with the challengers. But once I did and I saw how to like body scrubs, that became a really enjoyable part of the gaming experience. <laughs> yeah, Because they get to learn too. Yeah. The, do you think that the the learning curve between Street Fighter and Tekken's different? Like, which one do you think is easier to to just hop in and then start getting the Ws, start getting the wins? Tekken. Tekken. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, Decisive. Yeah. Tell us about that. That that is Tekken is a game where if you have no idea what you're doing, you can just push all the buttons in the world and something will hit. It's weird that way. Um, I've seen people hop into Street Fighter. And push random buttons, and other person pushes random buttons, and it just it, it just it looks weird. But in Tekken, if you know the punches and kicks, you can do all types of crazy button mashing, and you will land phenomenal things that you're like, how in the world did you pull this off? Things like that. With Street Fighter, you can block a lot easier. Uh, that's a key thing we've been talking about. You can hold back and you know block high, block low. Get yourself pushed to the corner and, you know, hop out of it, do a reversal or something, and punish punish the other character. But in Tekken, it's really, really hard to escape button mashers if you don't know the fundamentals of movement in Tekken. You will stay in the same spot, the person will keep coming forward, and you're trying to block. And what, what people don't realize is and in Tekken, when you're blocking and the person is just pushing random combos, the screen will move towards that person's right, meaning that they're getting a forward movement on there. Beginners don't get it. I get it. You know, people that play Tekken a lot, they'll do. They understand that when that screen starts moving a certain direction, you're moving forward so that you're able to get around and land those 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 wacky random punches and kicks. Um, that That's why I say that, though. Okay. So between the games, Tekken is easier to get in there and get Ws with. Which one? Which one do you think is easier to actually get competent at? To get competent at? Yes. To get to a point where where you know what you're doing, and then you can start, you know, winning legitimate matches. Uh, that is that is a tricky question because, in my perspective, I would say Street Fighter. It's probably because of the. Because once you learn the special moves and how they work, then you can start taking advantage of them, right? That and, you know, something that Angry has taught me when when I first started learning was that it's not just about hitting the special and ultra moves, but a lot of basic, basic moves and combos will do a lot, a lot of damage, Mm. okay? Yeah. Uh, More so than in Tekken where your basic moves do not do a lot, a lot of damage. 
they do basic like chip damage. That's why when you play someone in Tekken versus Street Fighter, if you play someone in Tekken, they'll land a three hit like, you know, jab, punch, kick, and no health is gone. But if you do like a heavy, a high punch, a high kick, medium punch, something, you know, basic that, you know, the person's not really blogging, you'll see that the damage is, is significant uh, compared to the two. So to get to be competent and 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 start winning matches matches, I would I would go with Street Fighter. Well, that's really cool, man. That's a that's a pretty good insight. I like that you know we try out a bunch of different fighters, you know, not just two D and three D, but also you know anime and party fighters. Oh, um, is there any fighting game that's coming out on, that's on the horizon? Of any of those, which one are you the most excited about? A new fighting game on the horizon. I would like to see a new King of Fighters come out. I like King of Fighters here and there. Brothers, Smash Brothers all day. You know, that's a good party game. Um, terrible at it. I am <laughs> terrible at it. But I will go out there with Sonomous and try to do some work, you know. <laughs> um, Dead or Alive, classic Dead or Alive. Instead of having a new one, I just go and play the old ones. Those are fun. Nice. Um, and uh, Killer Instinct, actually. I keep hearing rumors that they're actually going to be redoing it for the new consoles and PC. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they will, uh, they will do something. It would be good to see that game come back to life. It was actually really good. It was fun. Awesome. And just a, just a, uh, a retro '90s uh, classic. They need to redo uh, Battle Arena to Shinden. You know, just saying that would be an awesome 2D game. That that would, if they redid, would actually be pretty fun to play again. So, uh, yeah. All right, well, I just wanted to add to the uh, 3D, 2D deal. I notice a lot of Tekken players, when they come in and they play Street Fighter, when you first teach somebody who just p- picks up Street Fighter the first time, they want to jump forward or jump back a lot because it's faster than walking forward and they don't understand dashing and back dashing and how to do it safely or whatever. Got it. They don't understand how to use mor- normals to move forward or specials. Well, when I take a competent Tekken player and try to teach them Street Fighter, they, they just don't jump. They, they won't do it. Yes. They don't, because they don't jump in Tekken. I mean, you shouldn't be jumping all the time in Tekken, but it's, that's something that I've noticed that, yeah, that's something I like a lot. Yeah, I remember when the Iron Challenger started, we're just, he just stood there, and he would walk back and forth until he was in range, and we are just like, because I, I, I get a lot of damage off of anti-airs when I'm playing new people, right? I'm just waiting there with my flash kick or whatever, but He's just like staring at me, and I'm like, "Oh shoot! You mean I have to do something?" Because he's like not jumping. <laughs> Tekken players, yeah, Tekken players have that advantage going over a Street Fighter. They're not conditioned to jump, and they won't get anti-air. Yeah, it's easy to, to form bad habits in both games. And you know, I thought that what uh, Easy was saying earlier was really insightful about which game you can get Ws with faster. Because you know, I've seen a lot of guys that aren't very good at Tekken just beating people, beating people, just by mashing buttons with, like, Huarang or Eddie Gordo. Whereas people come at me in Street Fighter, and they're just mashing buttons. There's a difference, because in Tekken, you can kind of mash buttons and beat other scrubs. And if you pick the right character and you learn the right strings, like, you learn Huarang's, like, kick, 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 over and over again, you can beat somebody. But in Street yeah. Fighter, people tend to know specials, 
And that's what makes them beat scrubs. And they get stuck in specials and they're still jumping and they're using jump ins to get their damage and start their combos. I play those people and I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to block. I'm going to wait for you to do an unsafe attack. I'm going to jab punish you. And that's what's going to happen. But in Tekken, I know what's about to happen. I can see it happening and I'm blocking and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I just, I just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, a very good point. Um, I got to say, both games are extremely fun to watch at, ex- at high levels. When I see a Street Fighter master doing his thing, you know, and I see a Tekken, a Tekken master doing his thing, it's, it's really amazing to watch. You can, you can see their mind working. You see their, their styles come out and their expression of fighting come out. It's, uh, that's why I like both of them. You know? I got into Tekken because of the scene. I got into Street Fighter because that's what I grew up with. But both of them are just amazing, amazing uh, uh, franchises. And, and there's so many other franchises. We're just singling out Street Fighter and Tekken because of those are pretty good representations of 2D and 3D. But there's so many, so many other amazing games in both genres. Like, like I said, I like Soul Calibur and Easy likes Dead or Alive. And, you know, at some point in time, we both um, put up with Mortal Kombat because it was there and everyone was playing it. <laughs> I actually have 10. I, I'm not going to lie. I, oh, okay. I, do you have thoughts on 10? Uh, graphics are wonderful. The story was really good. But it's, it's, God, I don't want to <laughs> say it's, you know, All terrible, right. terrible. But I've played some people and I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm playing against a computer. Because you, you type in combos and if you're fast enough and type it in their combos, they hit, you can't really block them. The blocking system is is garbage. The the interaction of of the environment. Who who does that? Who who? You know what I mean? I'm punishing somebody in the corner, and next thing you know, they hit R one, they bounce off the wall, and you know they have a whole screen full of space. And I'm, I'm, ugh. But <laughs> thank yeah. you for that insight. Uh, I haven't played uh, ten. I haven't played MKX. Uh, so thanks for thanks for letting, you know giving us some insight there. Um. The high notes, though, uh, Jason Voorhees and Predator are really good characters. Um, Jason Voorhees can come back from the dead, so that twice, so that uh, that that opens up a lot of possibilities. And it's a little, it's a little cheap. It's a little cheap. Not gonna lie, but uh, hey, if it works, it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's one thing I will say about the Mortal Kombat series is that they're really good at. Well, they're they're really good at making you excited about stuff. I know that a lot of people who might not be excited about a new fighting game or a new Mortal Kombat game might get excited about playing as the Predator or playing as Jason, you know, or like when they when they bring in guest characters. So that's one feather in their cap. A lot of people just yeah, they hype to see the fatalities and stuff, you know. They 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 like the graphics. So much they like the character so designs. Mortal Kombat has staying power. It's an American fighting game. Americans eat it up. It's got gore. And unlike Street Fighter and Tekken, for some reason, I've seen more people go from being absolute scrubs to being competent and understanding fighting games in Mortal Kombat than in pretty much any other game. But we have, we could talk about that in a whole other podcast, really. Like, for Smash yeah. as well. Uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot to it. Speaking of characters and things like that, I don't know if we have time for it or not, but uh, I really want to talk about Street Fighter V. Just because I watched 
that whole tournament at the E3 convention 2015 with the, the uh, 1v1 tournament. Yeah. Oh, my God. If Birdie is such is, – and his name is Birdie. He is, he is by far ridiculous to beat. Um, he's, <laughs> he's, he's beatable. He's very beatable. But how do you have the best power range and health in the whole game? And you have no movement, though. You know what I mean? It's 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 a cop, you know. When when I think of Street Fighter, I don't think of you know highly invincible you know characters. You know what I mean? I just know that each character has a, has their own weaknesses that can be exploited. But but him, oh my god! I watched Daigo get beat, and I was just like, e, this is this is ridiculous." You know, he got he got he got beat bad. I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even like he was you know he put up a fight. He was doing we tried to do in Street Fighter Four, but. You know, when he got beat by 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 Justin Wong, I was just like, "You, you are you serious right now?" And all the stupid stuff. But yeah, I, I, I just, I'm just, I'm just really, really frustrated with that. I thank God that it's the uh, the beta version. Yeah, so yeah. So hopefully they'll work out the kinks of when the final product comes out. Yeah, that's a that's gonna be another podcast when that drops. I assure you. Oh yeah. yes, I'm yeah. probably a series. <laughs> that, that's gonna be like an entire series of of the new challenger. Versus Street Fighter Five, yeah. <laughs> but I, I've really enjoyed talking to you, both of you today. And Alex, you got any shout outs? I definitely want to shout out everybody at the USO Kendahar and the USOs overseas, people that work there and stuff like that. I hope they're all being safe and stuff. I definitely want to shout out to Activision, uh, Black Ops Three coming out. And I definitely want to shout out to the Need for Speed crew. I really like the new game that's about to come out in November. I can talk about that for days and days and days, but I shall not. <laughs> it's been enjoyable having you on here, Easy Challenger. Um, um, you know, thank you. I I'm, I really feel honored being the first uh, the first guest. This you is are the first guest. This yeah. is uh, yeah, you know, ten years from now, like who's your first guest? You like Easy Challenger? Like, oh, yeah. Man, well, we've like... uh, we've really enjoyed your insight. It's been it's been good talking. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, dreaded, you got anything else? Real quick, just real quick. I'm going to make this quick, and then we'll discuss it on another podcast. Okay. You know my boy P.L. Balrog just sent out a tweet saying that if you really want to get good at one game, you got to stick to one game. You can't play other games. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to get misconstrued. And I'm just like, we'll talk about this on another podcast, but P.L. Balrog plays for money. P.L. Balrog plays for sponsorships. Yeah. Play your games, ladies and gentlemen. Play your games. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta put that in context. And understand put that in context. That there are values that you can get from other games that kinda carry over. Like there's certain things that you don't even realize in games that they put more stress on that will help you in other games. But like Like, like how Tekken players, players don't jump. Like Tekken <laughs> players don't jump. Blaze Blue players are really good at cancel cancels. Street Fighter players are really good at links. You put that all together, you know, injustice players know they're they're dialogue combos. You put it all together. Yeah. You don't have to be a master at those games, but just being able to experience that, different games influ- have uh, different influences on their play styles and stress different things. But oh, we're not going to get all the way into that, man. That's, yeah. That's that's a, like I said, that's a different Next podcast. That, that was really just, good. But, uh, <laughs> but like I said, like I said, like I said, Eduardo Perez plays for money. So if I play for money, I would not be a two sport athlete. You know? True. No, you're not so that, you just gotta just just filter that. 
filter that. But anyway, uh, you know I'm a big fan of his, so I just shout out PR Bellrock, Evil Bo Geniuses. Knows KOF. <laughs> Bo knows Mario Tennis. <laughs> Bo knows Sangster. Oh man. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna close it out here today. Oh, oh, real quick. Real oh, quick. Wait, oh, oh, hit it's it. It's not cheating if you use a hitbox. Okay. It's not, it's not cheating. cheating if you use a no. Shout out to hitboxarcade.com. Thank shout you, Justin Buffer. Guys. It's not cheating. Not cheating at all. Dustin and Sean, shout outs. And let me tell you what. It's been a great time here on the show. Really great that we had Easy Challenger out here joining us. Uh, it's definitely one of the Thank coolest you. players Thank we've ever had at the USO Kandahar. And I'm glad that he's still supporting what we do and taking time out of his busy day to be on our podcast. So thank you very much, Easy. You know, we here at the New Challenger support the truth. We appreciate everything you've done overseas. Uh, I know it gets rough out there for you guys, but New Challenger just trying to out, out here, trying to have help people have fun. And I haven't been in the USO a lot recently, but I've got my Call of Duty tournament coming up, and people are going to start seeing more and more of me and out here, and you will start seeing more and more of me and Dreaded at your local Texas cons. So please, everyone, be safe and have a great whatever time of day you're in. And we want to close that out there with a little uh, until the next challenge. Until the next challenge. Easy. Would you like to do the honors? Until the next challenge. Um, until the next challenge. Oh, there it is. <laughs>